This is episode two of Run It Back. We are a Valorant podcast, and I am Flood. There it is, right there. And then this is my friend, my good friend, Nick, a.k.a. Major Blue, and my buddy, Cole, a.k.a. Silent Martyr, right down oh. there below us. Um, yeah, this is our second episode of Run It Back. And today, what I wanted to talk about primarily, and I guess we can start off with it, right? is um ranked mode got put into the game mm-hmm. during the mm-hmm. closed beta before the game even officially releases we are no longer sweating for no reason <laughs> exactly. now a reason to get angry and to get sweaty <laughs> and that feels I'm, good <laughs> i mean my hands are glistening and i'm not even playing video. i'm sweating just I'm thinking just about it <laughs> Exactly. I'm just sweating, but... Well, welcome to gamer <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> so here's the thing. I am actually the only one out of us who has played ranked so far, though. It's true, it's true. And I was a little disappointment, yeah, I... little disappointment, a little disappointed, rather, with my initial placement, right? I placed in... Drum roll. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to say this out loud on the internet. <laughs> Bronze 2. I placed None in fucking bronze too. Listen, man, you you did more than I was able to. Like you sucked it up and you did the thing. So yeah. Point. However, Bro. however, and I, has climbed since then, right? That I have cool. climbed since then. I'm currently in silver three, and uh, I'm gonna play more tonight. And no, and and just to <laughs> jump in. The only reason I haven't played any competitive is because I got so caught up in watching, you know, streamers do their placement matches and then watching them place. And it was, I don't know, it was just a really interesting time to be watching instead of playing. I've been doing the same. I've been watching a lot of people. It's very fun to see where everyone gets placed initially, especially all of the high profile players who you expect to play super high and then they play some like plaid or diamond yeah, it's I, like wait I, from what i saw on the whole most people got placed pretty far below where they expected to and where i also expected them to be placed you right. know with a few exceptions here and there but yeah there were a lot more golds than i was expecting to see uh, a lot more like diamond and plat players than i was expecting to see but i mean i think that's a good thing right because you don't want a lot of people just coming into the first week or not even the first like couple days of the competitive life of your game and just start right on the top of the ladder and have nowhere to go right so yeah exactly yeah do we know where the highest initial placement was has anyone initially placed in I don't, Valorant? From what I saw, I don't think it's possible to have placed in Valorant. I, uh, the highest that I knew of, I think, was Immortal 2 as far as initial placement. And yeah. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, the players that you'd expect to be at the top in between Immortal 1 and 3. But I, I actually don't think it's possible to place in Valorant. I mean, that that's great. I, I love that. I just... I've only watched a couple of streamers. I've mostly been doing... Finishing Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I did today. Nice. But uh, I was mostly watching, like, uh, Eco and Shazam, and I didn't see their placements. I just watched them, like, just playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have kind of a few games of that to go off of. Uh, I'm 
I don't think I'm good enough for ranked right now. But I, I mean, think if I get a few more. Listen, there there is a rank for everyone. Yeah, there's right. no, I, I think, enough for I think I will have more fun in unranked than I will when I'm playing ranked with like Sure. Wood no, yeah, no. Here. Ranked ranked mode isn't for fun. Ranked, <laughs> ranked mode is so you get mad and you know, you yell at your friends and yeah, it's not a good time. But it's there. <laughs> But I do plan on doing that at some point. I just easing into it a little bit, getting used to the game flow a little bit, and honestly, every time I jump on, I just want to play that custom game. <laughs> we talked about that last time, right? I don't even know if we got around to it. What was it called? The the custom game? I've been calling it Sneaky Shotties, I think was the name I came up with. Talk about I mean, yeah. it, talk about it, because well, I actually well, had well, no part in this. I had no part in making this. This was you guys. So explain <laughs> explain to everybody what yeah, you, Sneaky oh, Shotties is. Um, so it's, uh, is it on Split? Is that what it's on? Yes, Split 1v1 Jet only. And the buy pattern, so you have to turn on cheats, but it's a 1v1 custom game. Split, Jet v Jet. You have to turn on uh, like full, full unlimited abilities. Um, uh, Bucky, Shoddy, or uh, Bucky, uh, what is Bucky Shorty. Shorty, and full armor is the buy every round. And uh, basically, um, you have to like play this weird kind of sneaky game, or you can just run in there, but you have full use of all of your abilities. But you can only do knives until you plant. And that goes for offense and defense. Once you plant, you then have access to the shorty and the bucky. And it turns into like a quick switch, like shoddy battle, where you have basically your bucky and then the shorty is like your sidearm <laughs> type. Um, yeah, the key, the key there is that, yeah, it's a like hide and seek mode at the beginning which can then like turn into a knife fight like a 1v1 knife fight but then if you manage to sneak into the site get the bomb planted it's then kind of like post plant training exactly with because... with with the the caveat that you have to play it with the shotgun, with the so shotguns, right? and like just do stupid shit it's a lot yeah you fun. have to work the corners the right way you have unlimited abilities so like once Let's say even worst case scenario, you totally mispredict. You don't hear them coming. You're all the way on A, and then they plant on B. You just dash there. You can get there really quick. You already have your shotgun out. You might do like a feint where you're dashing in one way, and then you walk back, and then you can hover. You can throw out fifty like of the of the the smokes at once. You can float everywhere. You can press like the jump up and then just float above and then drop down on them and like shotgun them or stab them in the face. If they ever, like, if Riot so ever manages to get around to putting in some kind of workshop into Valorant, yeah, we'll see. There could be so many amazing game modes. Oh, full, full release, they might. I mean, full release, they could very well easily. I, make I would love. Of- to believe that they would do that there's not going to be a workshop for release I, there's I not I, gonna... I don't think i don't think workshop but i think they could very easily make a like game mode editor 
uh, I don't think they would do that either. But I think they are open to <laughs> what's the I think the right word to use is coercion by the community, <laughs> right? Because like I think I think they're gonna cave and put deathmatch servers in once they realize that like it's lapsed. Well, yeah, and I mean, there there's just such a big difference between shooting bots in one room and and like walking around on the actual maps that you're going to play on and shooting against real humans that have like reaction times and and do different things every time, right? So, I think once enough people are loud enough, they're going to cave and put deathmatch servers in. I think there uh, has to be deathmatch servers before anything else. The first thing prior to the I'd be really primary game it. mode, there has to be deathmatch servers. It needs to be the first next thing that they add into the game, if that makes sense. Can you? What if they just straight up power play you and go CTF as the first one out of the game? <laughs> oh I don't. Is, I honestly there... think CTF would probably or some kind of like region based like a capture a zone would probably be like hard point yeah like a hard point or a ctf would probably be a an easier transition from the traditional baccalaureate game type than that to deathmatch right like do you agree has there ever been a ctf in counter-strike i don't even know Mm. like even custom fan-made I mean, there are. It's not <laughs> they good. Exist. They exist. Yeah, they're super janky and not a lot of people play them, but like they exist. That's the thing. Um, no, I mean, the 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 important thing to think about with deathmatch servers is the utility they serve because it's it it's about warming up for competitive play. Right. Right. That's true. That's the that that's against, the whole uh, yeah. Click clicking heads against real people is huge. Yeah. Yeah, I so, feel I feel like Jade, that works very well in with your like warm up set. Like it, it would probably be so much easier to warm up in a TDM for like a couple of games. Oh yeah. And to actually play a few like long ass and then you're like, Alright. Now that I'm like mad, I'm right. Gonna... Right. Uh, whereas, no, exactly. And that's whereas what... if you just like had like the op and it was just you, and you were just like sniping everybody. And, like, That's what I did in Counter-Strike yeah. to warm up. Yeah. I would go into yeah. deathmatch servers, and I would just click yeah, heads with and, the op. You and millions of other people. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, the, the, the benefit that players reap from that is going to be really difficult to ignore when you have a player base like this game is going to have being a free-to-play first-person shooter. Like, oh, yeah. Right There's out the gate, millions of people playing this game, and they're gonna want deathmatch servers. Right now, one of the biggest issues with the game, since ranked has been put in, is that everybody, in immortal and above, all of the highest ranked streamers, they're all getting two hour long queues because there's just not enough people playing because the game is limited to only people who have access to the closed beta. Mm. So because of it, queue times are outrageous. I still get super fast queue times because I'm yeah. trash tier rank right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, there, is, that's... So there is a benefit to not being at the top of the skill ladder. You know? <laughs> that's that's definitely true. It's slightly yeah, less sweaty down here in the dumps. I wonder what unrated looks like these days. I haven't played because I've just been watching, but 
I wonder I mean, if unrated is like any different than what it was. I'm sure there's a shit ton of people who a are getting the Valorant codes every single day right. and do not have 20 logged, even if they wanted to. And B, people like us who you know don't want to don't want to do the whole thing of getting placed. So they're just going to do unranked for a little bit until they have like the time commitment or the larger desire to do a ranked sweaty, you know, apocalypse set. <laughs> because once you start like ranked, you know, it's like once you start that night, you're it's like it's like 8 p.m. and you're like, all right, I'm going to get ranked tonight. And then all of a sudden it's like your eyes are bloodshot. It's like 630. Yeah. And you're, you have like two games to go and you like. Your eyes twitching and you can't see. Especially I'm really surprised that they only made it five place. Like, especially as somebody, this is especially true for someone like me who comes from Overwatch, where matches are like on average fifteen minutes long. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. aside from the period of time when Overwatch queues were ridiculous, ever since they added um, roll lock, aside from having to wait for those matches, you bang those out quick right even if you lose it's just like all right we just go again but in a game like valorant where matches are more upwards of like 45 minutes long it's like uh it just grinds it out you know a 13 to 12 match and we lost and that's it takes a toll on you and then having the mindset to just be like after a few of those having the mindset to just be like all right we go again yeah. it's you know yeah, it's not, not easy it's not yeah the uh the, the the most disheartening thing in the world is like the chain like the back to back to back of the like 13 12s which have happened so often to us in on yeah, it's weird it's like, like how often it happens like that 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 uh that like under the hood mmr is like really going hard like valorant mm. seems to have pretty good they get a good the good spread in unranked but it seems like a lot of those games are like i have not played many imbalanced games it's usually like somebody leaving or like somebody being a bad teammate and getting mad and just not trying very hard mm, or one person yeah. just like super hard carrying which like, yeah like some which that'll, which, that'll which also is a good thing point. where it's like hey if you're hard carrying and then the spread narrows and then it becomes an even game anyway then it right. accomplished its goal. That's right, exactly. That's what you want from a ranked system. So Yeah. So Plus, getting to play against people of different skill levels well, when you're bad like me is good. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that's the only way you get better is you play against people that are better than you, right? Exactly. You had Another a few sports, games sports where you kind of popped off, Nick. Dude, I've got I was impressed with some of the last ones that we played. There, there was a game where he was higher than both of us for like at least half the game. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing nothing, man. Nick was entry fragging and playing the ball. I so. I I am slowly getting better at like everything like incrementally. So like I have those like spike games, but I'm I feel like I'm slowly getting like here, but this is still like you zoom out, you know, it's like one of those like scales <laughs> and it's like, Hey, here's like a tall guy. And then it's like, here's the empire state building. And it's like, that's Jay's skill level. versus like me. I'm not that good. It's like Yao Ming versus the empire state building. Like a <laughs> tall things. But, um, anyway, so we, we did mention before 
talking about watching streamers and where they're placing and everything like that. So I wanted to talk about some of the streamers that we've been watching in particular who are very notable people coming from other games Mm -hmm. who recently signed contracts with Mm -hmm. esports organizations to be professional Valorant players. Yeah, Such it's really as kicking off early, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and to be I, I, precise, I, I thought the Overwatch League was jumping the gun, but uh, <laughs> it's real early it's now. Something else, man. But um, to be precise, one of if not the most high-profile name that we've seen so far, of course, the 2019 Overwatch League MVP and San Francisco Shock Championship-winning Sinatra, right? He announced very recently that he was no longer going to be a professional Overwatch player. And he signed with the Sentinels to be a professional Valorant player. Along with a few other notable names such as Zoms is another Overwatch player that decided to leave. Bro, they got got two real good Counter-Strike players on their team as well uh, in Shazam and uh, Sick. There. I don't know much Dude. about Sick, but I've seen Sh- Shazam a lot recently at, at your behest, and he is absolutely sick. <laughs> so I imagine Sick is also... Sick like, is also pretty sick. <laughs> is, um, is that Sick with two Ks? Is that the same guy? No, I think of? it's just one. Okay. I, I think I've seen a guy on Twitch recently with that, but it's <laughs> probably just some random bump. <laughs> just some yeah. nobody. Yeah, fake, fake Sick. Fake news. But yeah, so uh, there's, a, there's a lot of a lot of people leaving leaving uh yeah and just to say real quick like if you haven't heard of sentinels the esports org before like fair play i don't think a ton of people have i think their most notable thing before this would be buga or bugga i'm not sure how you pronounce his name but the fortnite like world champion right for sentinels Hmm. uh Gotcha. They they have a very good Apex team. I think they had one of the best Apex Legends teams, which Zoms also played for before making the jump now to Valorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they got some decent teams. They have like a Halo team. I think they have. I mean, maybe a, a couple other teams, but yeah, maybe maybe a COD. I mean, if they have Halo, they probably have a COD, right? Fair bet. Hearthstone. Oh yeah. Um, I have a question from somebody who. So, I, I mean, I saw the whole, like, I was an Overwatch League fan from the jump because, like, a lot of people around me, including you, big into it. I was getting a lot of news, and I was playing. Um, Sinatra had this, like, big lead-in because he got signed, right? He got signed, and then he didn't play with them for a while type thing. He was too young at the time. Yeah, he was too young. That's and what so it was. it had this huge, like, lead-up where, like, like, being an inaugural... Uh, Overwatch League like viewer, he had this massive lead up, oh, yeah. and then he goes on to become MVP. Right, and now it's like imagine if Le- so. LeBron James comes in from high school, and he gives that interview where he says like he's going to be better than Michael and the whole deal. There's this massive lead up. He's crushing it at high school champs. Imagine LeBron played for one year, got the MVP, and then started playing hockey. Yeah, that's like, that that's be, what this that is. Be, that would be fucking crazy. That would and, be and that's just absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, um, now people would be losing their minds in hockey. They'd be like, 
LeBron? Like Michael came at the end. Michael went to you know baseball. Did baseball right, right, at, right. at the end. Like guy did one year with all this massive hype leading up to it, and then he jumped ship. Like that's awesome. I mean, for Valorant, awesome. For overall, oh, yeah, obviously great, not so much. Great, more, for, but... great for them. No, I'm I'm excited, especially now because I've also jump ship big time well let me ask <laughs> let me ask this <laughs> let me ask this um i mean does winning the mvp award mean he's the best overwatch player or is that like too difficult to say because of how the roles work i mean what do you, what do you think jay some people will say it's hard to say right i am and somebody he was, a, he was a dps player right yeah sinatra is originally known for tracer that was his original his original character most of season 19 like to play phoenix what do you know (laughs) never knew true true (laughs) 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 but yeah so the thing is throughout the 2019 season the season where he became mvp he actually played more zarya than anything else and that was due to the GOATS meta. 2019 mm. was the GOATS meta, where yeah. there were no DPS. <laughs> Nobody was playing DPS in 2019 so Overwatch. And, and so um, what does that mean? The DPS roles got taken over by, like, tanks? Tanks and supports. You take out sure. both DPS and bring in one more tank and one more support. That was GOATS. 3-3. Three, three. Well, and, and, and Zarya at 100 just annihilates people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know. And it was it was pretty easy to choose which DPS players were going to switch over to the Zarya role, right? Or which players were going to switch over to the Zarya role, right? It was going to be the DPS players because of her tracking aim. Yeah, hit scan tracking, I mean. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole game, so. But so yeah, it was that it was last year where Sinatra becomes MVP and I guess after that he was like, "Well, it can't really get much higher than this. Time to do it in another game, right?" <laughs> Was Jonak MVP the first one? First, or somebody else. Yeah, no, Jonak, twenty eighteen, yeah, first year, first first ever good. season of the Overwatch League. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, like, typically, right? You see, like, Tom Brady's the quarterback, or in soccer, you see a striker. A lot of times, you'll see like the the cleanup hitter in baseball get or get like an MVP. You know, as opposed to like more of a defensive player. So it does seem in sports to skew the offense and like the flashier frontline kill player better. It's a lot like easier to death. tell when those players are really good at their job, right? Like, like if there's a lineman who's crushing it in football, you'll never know because mm-hmm. the quarterback's just not going <laughs> to get hit and you just won't notice. So, like, I feel like there's other players who, like, it's hard to tell if he is truly, like, the most valuable player overall. But if someone's just completely sick every single game and just leads their team to, like... Jonak was a support player. Exactly. Right? Right. That's the thing I think a lot of people forget that is, yeah, he was playing a support healing character and just... Killing, and still clicking heads thing, and healing people, just killing everything in the server using what was like, yeah. in theory, a a not damage dealing character, right? Right. So, I, I mean, because yeah. of because of Jonak, people loved playing. I I I truly believe that because of Jonak, and I say this because I also did it. Sure, like I loved playing 
uh, I loved playing uh, Zen and like those other like damage-ish healing type characters Anna. and like trying to be the best player that I could in those roles looking after a player like that. And I think when you have these big name players like a Sinatra um, or, uh, or a Shazam, these, these like recognizable faces and they play these iconic roles and play in certain styles. I think you will see those styles yeah, I... very quickly, especially in such a dedicated closed beta audience. Sure. Yeah, right it's already now. it's already happening. Like yeah, Hiko, you're you're gonna Hiko see those reflections like same deck. Yeah, Hiko's known for playing Breach already in just like such a ridiculously efficient way. Um yeah. I and and you know, the man of the hour, I guess, uh Sinatra, like pretty much only plays Phoenix and he's really, really good with Phoenix. So You love yeah, to see it. Uh, you love to see it, exactly. You do love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um so are there any other particular big names that we know of that have come from other games i i know like it's happening left and right right now right you're seeing it all over twitter all over reddit everyone's talking about everybody leaving counter-strike fortnite apex overwatch and well, signing yeah. to signing to orgs to to play valorant I mean, just recently, we were talking about it before the show even started. Um, Taimu, another Overwatch mm -hmm. player. And who else was it? It was Tavik. Tavik. Taimu and Tavik, two Overwatch players, again. I mean, Taimu's been out of it for a little bit. Tavik's been out of it for a little bit. But, uh, again, two high-profile Overwatch players on their way to Valorant. Mm -hmm. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Right, we knew, <laughs> we knew. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I... and and uh, here's the thing. I think the people that uh, this is why the the whole Sinatra thing is such a big deal is because I think the people that are in a good position already and at the top of their game in their specific game are generally going to stay where they are. Like, of course, they're going to play some Valorant. Like, again, almost inevitable. Mm -hmm. Um, but. You know, it's not like, you know, hmm. I don't know. I, I, It's not like the analogy that Nick made before where, you know, someone like Michael Jordan comes in, like, plays a year and then gets out. Obviously, that's going to be the, um, the exception to the rule. But it's almost like we're seeing a lot of, like, tier two or or I I should preface this by saying Counter-Strike because that's kind of my game of choice. But we're seeing a lot of like tier two, tier three players that I think assume that they're gonna go pro in this game. And they uh I mean maybe they will, but it's really interesting to see how some people have made the jump successfully and how many people are going to try to make that jump and whether or not that turns out to be successful for them. Yeah, well, don't get me uh, wrong. I... You see it, like, more than half, <laughs> if, mm. if that, of Overwatch contenders is already gone for Valorant. Because wow. in contenders, they don't have anything to lose, right? Yeah. They only have to gain at that point. If you've been sitting in contenders for all three years of the existence yeah. of Overwatch League, 
and you see Valorant, this new shiny video game from Riot Games with the biggest esport in the world with League of Legends, and they're like, I'm not getting paid here sitting on this tier two Overwatch team. I've been here for three years. I don't see me getting into Overwatch League anytime soon. Yeah, no. And Overwatch League has its own share of issues at the moment, you know? It, yeah. I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, I And think this is coming from somebody who is the biggest Overwatch fan in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're a massive fan. Um we uh the, the the crazy thing to to consider here is just how many people, like not only half of the Valorant, but how many and we talked about this last time, but how many people are coming in from these other platforms that are adjacent? Like Valorant has somehow hit this button right in the middle of like here's cod here's cs here's apex you know blah blah mm. blah. you could just keep going there's like six or seven other games you know overwatch whatever and like if half of like the bigger named games like you know a, 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 you got overwatch contenders here and then you have a ton of cs players here maybe those second and third tiers once that pool gets big enough you're either gonna have to have these massive massive leagues with just a shit ton of pros because everybody's watching it all the time or they're going to have to parse it early and like you're saying not a lot of people are going to get in there compared to what they think they come in they're like well i was one of the top overwatch guys well it's like these like second tier overwatch guy versus like a second or third tier counter-strike guy versus like you know maybe an apex light like there's all these different crazy like groups coming in together where i feel like it there might be some surprising names that don't get in the cut. Remember early on when there were some surprising names where you're like, that guy's in contenders? How is that possible? Right. Like, I feel like that's going to happen pretty frequently. You're like, that guy's absolutely sick. How is he possibly in whatever this tier two Valorant becomes? You know, I feel like that's going to happen a lot once it actually kind of gets clicking and going. Orgs are going to have their pick of the litter for sure. Okay. There's... I there's more like probably countless more people than we know that are doing everything they can to try and get a contract right now. And what should be mentioned is that Riot just recently announced that they are currently or not currently but soon, I don't remember when they said it was maybe tomorrow or the day after. Oh yeah, weren't we supposed to open with this? <laughs> They, yeah, they are they're putting the closed beta live in Korea. And wasn't there another one? Uh, Latin it's, America. Uh, Korea, Brazil, Latin America, May 5th. May 5th. There you go. So we're about to see a massive influx. I I know I am so fucking excited to see korean valorant i was saying it the other day i cannot wait to see what players that we know from other games and what players who aren't from other games we're just going to be brand new kids who come into valorant and are nasty i can't wait this guy who like decides to put down starcraft 2 for like 10 seconds he's like (laughs) hey what's this game and like two days later he's like number three all time yeah it's gonna be nuts i can't wait um i am excited to see korean overwatch players play valorant i know that korean counter-strike isn't really a thing 
but true even like league of legends players yeah koreans in general are just like omega brain just like fucking quantum mechanic brain yeah no you can't even you can't even see like in the in the like giga brain meme like our brains are you gotta, even capable yeah you gotta of, zoom of way transfixing out. such an image that would show the level of brainedness that you see <laughs> like they make just giga quad level brain plays on the fucking regular well the, Dude, I, 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 I wonder I, how i've seen a few starcraft thing. 2 matches i don't even know what the fuck is going on i have no idea what's going on <laughs> It's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna I be interesting to see. Like. It's gonna be interesting to see how many because League of Legends is unbelievably massive in Korea, right? Oh my god, gigantic! In South Korea, um, yeah, doesn't it feel like legitimate? Like I know this is true for StarCraft too, but I think they play League of Legends in like actual giant stadiums with like the guys in the middle and then monitors. Yeah, like. I'm fairly certain that they just do that with League of Legends and people are like, yeah, I'm going to the League of Legends game. And there's like fucking 200,000 people. Of course, I mean, like that, a lot of esports do that, but like there are stadium events for lots of big esports, but League, absolutely. League is, you know, the absolute biggest esport in the world right now. And Riot Games, the same company that made League, made Valorant. So, I wonder. I wonder if the Korean League players are going to be sick at Valorant. It's such a different game, but it's so it's so it different. But there's also that backing of. Listen, I'm always going to be good at League. League is going to be here. I can try this thing. That's totally different game. But if you're making a switch from anything to anything. A, you're probably going to want to stay in house if you like that house, and B, you, they you know- say that you say that, but how many how many players are we? So we were just talking about it. Overwatch players just jump and ship. Counter Strike players but, jump and ship. But I think a lot of people are really happy, like doing the League of Legends thing if you're really good. Whereas I feel like Overwatch is still starting to, it, it, like Overwatch Overwatch League is still becoming its own thing right Right. and i feel like league if you're gonna jump ship to anything else it may be like an overwatch type thing because of like a blizzard to a riot or a riot to blizzard makes sense because they're like similarly giant and have great funding but i feel like going to like a tertiary one just doesn't make sense a lot i feel like a lot of these secondary or tertiary games elevate into the primary games of like a valorant or an overwatch or a cs i think that i think that valorant i think that valorant is a safe bet because it's riot if anything because it's riot you know what i mean like i it's riot and they've got the money background and they've got they the the background of we've been doing the top competitive esports scene for so long Mm-hmm. Right. Um, How old is League now? League has been around forever at this point. Crazy. Um, yeah, no I'll idea. I'll look it up. I want to say like it's over a decade at this point. 
It came out October 27th, 2009. There you go. So, and it's, it's been the biggest ever since. Yeah. The second search is, is Lull dead? But that is an indication of LOL and not League of Legends. <laughs> League of Legends is definitely not dead. I'm promise you that, Google. Well, yeah, I can guarantee CSO. you that League of Legends is going strong, and Valorant yeah, isn't going to make a dent. Twenty years is a dead game, obviously. <laughs> Valorant is in beta, so it'll yes, happen. Uh... I hate to see it. No, no I, I do. I think Valorant is going to like. It'll be it'll be super interesting because, like I said, I think the people that are dedicated to their game are going to stay dedicated to their game. I don't think Valorant is going to take away from any one other game's player base in such a significant way that it'll harm the other titles. I think it's just Valorant is quickly going to take people who either thought they were in the situation they wanted and didn't know it or weren't in a situation that they enjoyed and this is going to like give them new life and something you know new and interesting is going to happen yeah i mean i agree especially especially with a game like league of legends because it is the biggest esport and it's such a different game it's not like switching from overwatch or counter-strike to valorant where a lot of the same skill sets translate more or less there's more or less nothing that you can take from a MOBA and bring it into aside from like the the, like raw like processing power of your brain and being able to like keep track of so many things at once you know yeah there are abilities in the game right like MOBA esque abilities but it still plays out so differently and there's a store and there's money but yeah it's all in such a it's used in such a different way Mm -hmm. that it's it's i think the one thing that is going to translate is just your ability to process information yeah and and you can take that and there there are definitely going to be people who maybe they thought they were like you said they thought they were in their game of choice uh maybe they you know had a falling out as well like let's say like an xqc type right mm-hmm. he had like uh, he was pretty shitty doing certain things in overwatch even though overall he was a pretty good player mm-hmm. and he got in a lot of trouble if he takes that tries to clean up a little bit and not get himself in like trouble uh he could very well pop off in valorant and be just absolutely shredding and just be like i've had kind of a bad taste in my mouth from all of the trouble i've gotten in overwatch clean slate just gonna try my best and you know uh, a a few of those guys might end up doing something i don't disagree but riot likes to take into account everything you've ever done in your life so i don't know if they'll be getting a job playing professional valorant maybe xqc was a little harsh because a lot of these guys are already popular streamers and and there's nothing that can prevent them from streaming the title i mean someone like xqc specifically like yeah, talking... that, that might have been too far in one direction, yeah. but I think it was more to illustrate a point. Yeah, I get what you, where you were going along with it. that road, who's like, you know what, I've gotten in trouble a couple times in Overwatch, 
really no big deal, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm part of the family, you know? And then they go to Valorant and then maybe they're on a, they instantly click with a team. There's a couple of guys from CS, a couple of guys from Overwatch, whatever. They make a team. They, you know, it gets a little bit better at Valorant. Like you said, it rejuvenates them a little bit. I can see people like that. You know, obviously Overwatch came out, you know, a few years ago. You 2016. Know, now they're, exactly. So now they're that much older, that much more mature. Maybe they parlay that into a second life, a second chance. While they're still, you know, young enough to do this. I mean, even Sinatra was known for being pretty toxic in his early days of Overwatch. But Love to see it. Coach Krusty cleaned him up. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Krusty known for uh I mean, don't get me wrong. Krusty's the Bruce. best coach in coach in Overwatch, undoubtedly. Like Yeah, in the Simpsons, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so while we're still on the topic of uh all these players, I wanted to um actually, you know what? Even better. So back to ranked a little bit. So I was playing ranked and like I said, I placed in bronze too. I Made my way up to Silver 3 fairly quickly. It only took a few matches for me to do so. So I wanted to actually talk about the difference between the ranked systems from a game like Overwatch and even Counter-Strike into Valorant. Because I'm, I've always been kind of confused about how the ranked system works in Counter-Strike. And I'm pretty sure that it's more similar from Counter-Strike to Valorant than it you is. You and about 1.9 million other people. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure that the, the rank system in Valorant is way more similar to Counter-Strike than it is to Overwatch. In Overwatch, you have a number score that you can see move Correct. with your rank. There are titles that you get that depends on your number score, right? From Bronze all the way up to Grandmaster and Top 500. And there are similar titles in Valorant, but it doesn't quite work the same. You don't get a number score. Every time you win or lose a game, all you get are these tiny little green or red arrows that point either up or down that says, you you ranked up or you deranked and that's it. So do you have any idea on how similar it is to the Counter-Strike rank system and how the Counter-Strike rank system even works in and of itself? Um, I can answer the second part of that question with an emphatic no. Because <laughs> there is definitely a lot of magic happening under the hood that right. Valve don't want you to be aware of that goes into. But I think, I think in essence, the systems work the same way, where mm -hmm. there is a number related to your skill in the game, whatever that means. Um, and depending on how you perform and where you're ranked against the rankings of the members of the other team there's some sort of formula where they add or subtract to your number and that number lands in a certain range of numbers as numbers tend to do and 
those ranges are given different titles and you know shiny placards so you uh, don't see a number correct no. you just see the title that's correct okay yeah all you have are there is divisions within the titles yes in in valorant there are so you um, have yeah. it starts at iron and you have iron one through three and then it's bronze one through three and let me let me actually look at this just I, to make sure I, I have God, it completely. Thank God there's no wood, because I would definitely be in wood. <laughs> wood actually, right? I I I was looking into it the other day, and I think it was back in like 2018 or something. They they officially said that they are not going to put wood as a ranking into any Riot games, and it has to do with the translation into other languages. Um, and essentially, you know, all of the other ranks are a form of metal right yeah and so they wanted to keep it with that the theme of metallic substances and also this this was actually like, a topic of discussion to make wood a rank in yeah well because it's a it's a meme obviously and so well, it's, it's also people been like ranks in other games i've de i've been wood before in other games <laughs> <I mean. laughs> is that a thing i was unaware of that I but mean, yeah so I, we I'm have fairly certain I have. Well, long right, story so... short is, yeah, they they that's not going to be a thing, unfortunately. As much as I would love, as hilarious as it would be, <laughs> they used iron instead of wood. Right. So we have iron, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, immortal, and Valorant, and each one of those, aside from Valorant, has three tiers. So you have iron one, two, three. And the same thing for every single one up to Valorant, which once you hit Valorant, you're just Valorant. And that's it. And from what I have experienced so far playing ranked, is that even and I'm I'm sure I'm I'm pretty sure this is how it works in Counter-Strike as well, but this is very, very vastly different from my experience in Overwatch, which is the game that I come from. Even if you lose a match. You won't necessarily derank. Yeah, you could lose a match and rank up. Yeah, you can lose a rank, uh, lose a match, and actually climb, which is insanity to me. Um, I don't think that ever happens in Counter Strike. I could be mistaken, but I don't think that is a thing that occurs in CS. Now, this is kind of amazing for somebody like me, right? Because one of the biggest complaints I and most other people have always had with a game like Overwatch is that the biggest RNG element of the game is if you're solo queuing, you is your teammates, right? You can't choose your teammates. And if your team is just worse than the enemy team, especially in a game like Overwatch, where you can't control you can't control the game by yourself. Overwatch is such a team-oriented game and it doesn't matter how hard you pop off, you're going to lose if your team is that much worse than the enemy team, right? In a game like Valorant, that's that notion still stands but not as much. And I kind of love the idea of being able to pop off and even if you lose your individual performance still dictates whether you rank up or down 
that's kind of the best thing in the world and i get why something like that couldn't work in overwatch but my god do i wish it could right because i can sit there and have the worst teammates ever but if i go 30 and 10 right and the rest of my teammates are like you know 10 and 20 and we lose but i don't lose any rank and maybe even gain a little bit my experience playing the game my experience playing ranked mode is significantly better because i don't have to sit there less like a waste of time right i don't i don't have to sit there and be angry at my teammates i could care less at that point it's like okay maybe i don't rank from all the way from silver one to gold two from this match even though i popped off super hard but at least i don't derank and there was nothing i could do about how bad my team was but at least i don't derank right yeah what is the highest jump you've seen either watching a streamer or something I, i i have not really paid attention in that way but like you just made the thing from silver one to gold two. So the like, reason why I I know that it's possible to jump pretty far. I think the way that they describe like it, Riot it, actually from released one match. Yeah, from one match. Yeah, Riot that, 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 released a statement on this pretty early on, saying that in your placement matches and your early ranked matches, your rank could vary a lot more vastly in your early games the once you play a lot more the mmr system starts to kick in and if you stay in the same place for a while the mmr system will be like okay you kind of belong here at least for now and you won't move around as greatly as you would in your earlier matches now i think there's a similar system in overwatch if you're like a new player to overwatch but i also know that they said if you are a very high rank, your individual performance matters less than right. it would in the lower ranks. So if you're in Immortal 1 and you go 30 and 10, but your team still loses, you know, 2 to 13, you might still derank. You know you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the the higher rank you are because it expects if you're that high of a rank, it expects you and your teammates to be good enough. Working as a team. Right, exactly. To but, be an immediately cohesive unit or a five stack. Yeah, you should already know what you're doing and what your role is going to be based on your character, right? So, Or Sinatra goes into like a mortal two and then someone auto clicks Phoenix and then he's like... He's like, we're dodging this. Yeah, I don't he, think you just hear like his hand tightening around the mouse and it's snapping, and then he like does the SpongeBob thing with Squidward with all the clocks. He opens up a closet and there's just sixteen thousand <laughs> other mouses, and he just clicks it in. And... He has like he has like twelve hundred G Pros on a shelf in his closet. Dude, I, I I wouldn't be shocked. Those guys probably have insane hand strength because of like all the like gaming stuff that they do they could probably like shatter a mouse just by like gripping it <laughs> it's 
These guys are probably all climbers. It's like the cross training that they do, you know? The wrist, the wrist like, strength is phenomenal on these oh, these yeah, gamer dude. kids. Kidding me? These guys are jerking off 16 times a day. <laughs> In-game. With Charles. With Charles. <laughs> but, but yeah, so... You asked before, right, about being able to rank up significantly through one match i don't know how far it is possible to rank from one game to another but i know that the first rank match that i ever played i climbed two three ranks i went from bronze two to silver one after my first rank match so two ranks i climbed and then since then i've gotten to silver three it's probably the the like tightening like a like a conal wind, window, you know. So it starts out here, and it's like, all right. Even though you're placed, we're giving you like this, where you could be between. Mm-hmm. And then with every game, if I'm assuming it will close in, and then it's like, all right. Well, now you're sick, and it's been a few games. So this is kind of where you can jump to, even if you pop off. Right. It definitely makes it easier for you early on to climb. Which makes sense. I think that makes sense. Because placement matches, you can argue that five placement matches isn't really enough to dictate someone's skill level. Especially if, like me, somebody who did their placement matches at like two o'clock in the morning, right? And I was <laughs> tired as yeah, shit. Yeah, get it over with. They, this thing just started. All the good players are out and they're sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, Hearthstone, the first of the month, trying to play right. No, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you. I had my one my one run with Hearthstone to Legend, and then that was that was about it. I never did it again. It's pretty sick. Listen, man, I I picked up Hearthstone again, and I went from the lowest rank, uh, which is I think it's bronze twenty five, bronze ten. I think they do ten ranks of each, so it's like bronze, silver, gold. I went from like the absolute lowest rank imaginable because I hadn't played in like two years to gold, won 15 games straight. So they incentivize you if you streak, they incentivize, like I'm sure they have hidden things like that with streaks, with being a beginner bonuses, with all this sort of stuff. I'm sure they incentivize the shed where it's like, look, this guy just started playing. It's only five games. Let's get him a rank just so that he can have a rank. Because people so, don't like not it's seeing interesting, a rank. It's interesting and, that you say that because I almost feel like people intentionally got placed lower than they should have because it feels better to climb, right? If you got placed higher, like with a like first time ranking bonus or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And you get placed higher than you should, and then you just lose a bunch of games off of that, that doesn't feel good and you won't come back to play. Right, but if you get placed lower than you should, you then win a bunch of games in a row and end up in a skill appropriate place. But it feels good getting there, as opposed to it feeling bad and dropping down into a place where it's skill appropriate. Right, and like I said, I I, I wonder if that was intentional, because that kind of seems that that was the pattern that I saw just from watching around. I was more saying, and that's. I think that's spot on now that now that you say it that way. I was more thinking in the line of let's just get this guy a placement 
and it might be a little bit lower you know it might be somewhere in the right range but let's just get this guy a placement early and then if we they, we are shown to be wrong then we'll just boost you up no problem that's more what i was saying by like the beginner like once you're rank then it's like well shit this guy's a lot better than we thought never mind let's <laughs> just boost him up that's more what i was saying in terms of like a like an under the hood type of bonus. Once you get ranked in Valorant, it seems like that room to climb is given a bonus because it's like, all right, we fucked up. Let's let's correct this. So hmm. I know, like specifically in the early days of Overwatch, when the they finally refined the rank system to more or less what it is today, Blizz, one of the statements that Blizzard put out was something very similar to what you're saying, uh, kind of like a mix between what you both are saying, where they want to give you an early boost if you are able to perform better than what your rank determines you are at because they want it to more or less feel better to climb early on if you deserve to climb. But at a certain point, they can't just let everybody keep getting that boost forever because then everyone is the top rank and rank doesn't mean anything right yeah that's that's sort of what happened in in counter-strike matchmaking there's uh i think there's 18 different ranks there's like they got weird names there's like silver one through five and then there's like silver elite master I don't understand and then, the and then fucking Counter-Strike rank there's names. There's Gold Nova 1 through 4, and then there's, like, Legendary Eagle, there's Legendary Eagle Master. You talking about Pokemon names? That's Gold really Nova, fun. Silver Elite. Yeah. Is this a new Pokemon? Distinguished Master Guardian is a rank. <laughs> DMG. Well, yeah, um, that's, the, that's the third one that comes out. That's, like, yeah, the crossover. Yeah. Long story short, the top rank is called the Global Elite. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It's the only one I know. <laughs> um i don't know cs is kind of a strange one because there's all like third party matchmaking systems um and i was trying to explain this to someone the other day but like someone who ranks the top rank in csgo's matchmaking ranks is not necessarily as good as someone who is like in the like face it level five out of ten yeah, you were talking with me about this because I was asking you about some Face It stuff, and you were like, "Yeah, Face It, like top tier Face It player is probably better than your like run of the mill. Obviously, not run of the mill, but like your baseline global elite player. Yeah, matchmaking global. Yeah. yeah, and and so it's just it's it's left the game in a weird place where being the top rank in the game doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> It's really strange. Uh, I don't know. I don't really I mean, have to think, say think about it with think about it with club teams versus professional ultimate. Okay, I know I'm going a little bit, but ultimate frisbee has a thing called a club, which is you can be in college, you can be you know you can be any age that you want for for most of these, and form a team of designated players or there's a separate professional elite i wish i could be any age and... that i want hmm. yeah. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah and 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 i think the leagues have seen a lot less attention 
And I'm more of a, a club guy. Now I think that skew is starting to kind of catch up. And I think the AUDL and other stuff is getting a lot more notoriety nowadays. Mm-hmm. But I think stuff like that, where like the secondary, the, you know, uh, thing people might enjoy a lot more. I know a ton of people like college football way more than they do the NFL. And that's just how a few things are going to be. Face it, might just be a better platform, you know? Uh, yeah, so... and, and most people jump ship from matchmaking because either the competition at Global Elite is not difficult enough, so they go to something like Face It or ESEA, or it's also, back in the day, it was rife with cheaters, so if you just got sick and tired of playing against cheaters, you went and played on Face It. Yeah. You know, so there's many reasons, but yeah, it's left the game in a really weird state where the platform that most people play it on has a ranking system that is basically meaningless. Right. I I do want to touch briefly on one other thing now that we're kind of talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a... This could be the last thing. Yeah, a segue from what Cole said. Uh, What do you feel about this supposed anti-cheat that's getting like absolutely slapped around in, in Valorant. Like, I'm seeing <sighs> cheaters like crazy. Like, yeah. granted, it's a beta, it's early on, but they touted this anti-treat pretty hard and it's getting, like, slapped pretty good. They, they, they the gave us... wasn't going to have Peeker's Advantage, which is impossible, right. but... Wait, you I'm gotta, sorry, you gotta... what you said? They also said the game wasn't going to have Peeker's Advantage, which is literally <laughs> impossible because of how... <laughs> physics works right um but like yeah you got to make these grandiose statements when you want to get headlines and make big statements you know um i i mean i'll just talk about it really quickly at a very like fundamental from a player's standpoint level like Mm -hmm. i i understand why people are kind of up in arms about and there's a there's a lot of phrases that i have no idea what they mean but I've heard them used in context of this conversation about like ring zero kernel level access, which basically means there's no way to bypass it. It's running at an operating system level. So if your computer is on, it's on. Correct. And the only way to get around it is to uninstall it, which makes the game unplayable. Now, Um, recently, I just want to butt in real quick. They did give you the option to turn it off manually. And I did that. Because I noticed on my little uh, toolbar at the bottom of Windows that it had a new icon, which I realized was um, the Valorant anti-cheat system Vanguard, right? That's what it's called. And it gave you the option to to turn it off. So I was like, okay, let me turn it off. I'm not playing Valorant. And then I realized the only way to turn it back on is to restart your computer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Again... Maybe there's a super technical reason why that is the case that is necessary for the anti-cheat to perform the way it's supposed to perform. I don't understand why that is necessary. I also don't code programs, right? I know nothing about cheats or anti-cheats. I do know, however, that, yeah, there's been a fair amount of cheaters in a game that is supposed to have no cheaters, right? And obviously it's better for it to happen now before the game is actually released. Now is when you want to catch them. But the big question Uh, is, this whole, you know, Vanguard system that Riot was on about, it was one of the biggest talking points of 
the initial Valorant announcement, we're already seeing an abundance of cheaters in the game. And like new cheats popping up, you know, basically every week. Right. And as you said, it's it's great that they're being found out now before the game launches. But if this system that they were so proud of put into place isn't stopping them now, how is it going to stop them when the game launches? Especially when the millions and millions of more people come to play this free-to-play Riot game, everyone is going to have access to the game, and anyone who wants to cheat, if Vanguard doesn't stop them, you know, I can only see the problem getting worse from here. It's like Titanic, the, the unsinkable ship. Titanic yeah. should have had a beta, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it should they have released with Vanguard right. anti cheat. <laughs> All right, well, either way. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, you know, CS has definitely had its fair share of cheaters over the years. Um, no, and... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything against that. And I'm. I mean, everything no, I'm else they've that... about the game has been awesome, but they did tout that pretty hard for something that like seems like it's. The same as everything else. Yeah, I I agree. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, like uh, I said, I don't know anything about anything on like that. Even the zero kernel level that you're talking about. Like I understand what you're saying, but like I don't get anything beyond that. Um, but the you know it, it does put some some extra pressure that I feel like a game in beta doesn't need when you're like oh yeah dude like this this is just the the best software ever it's a zero like when you get into it on that level and you explain it to people right, you, like you that, expect it to work exactly <laughs> yeah and then generally. as as quickly as we have seen as many cheaters as we have in we see it in like top streamers games right it's blatant and it's like well riot what happened to vanguard what, what's going on you know you yeah, and, made this and, and whole big was, spiel about your, your anti cheat system. Say was like it's 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 been in a weird place where it it doesn't. I mean, you got to assume that it's been, you know, it's been functioning the way it was intended to on some level, and we just haven't seen it, right? Because those people aren't streaming twenty four seven. Yeah, there there's probably tons of people who want to cheat who cannot, and I'm acknowledging that. Totally. Right, right, right. But but, but there's no the way to know. Time, it, no, but it seems the... like it's happening on a on a manual level where Jay, like you're saying, because there's high profile people streaming at a high rank, there are also cheaters in those high ranks. Those games are being broadcast by ho- pro- high profile people, and those people have connections to the devs, and they're like, "Yo, we have a cheater in our game right now. Look at the stream." They go look at the stream. They're like, "That guy's cheating." They confirm it on the back end. And that's when you get the big red hacker detected screen, mm-hmm. you know, which I've seen a handful of times now. But right. it, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know if it's ever possible to solve the problem of people cheating in an online video game. I think not without, not without the software being even more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Even more intrusive to yeah. your your PC yeah, I mean that, than that's it currently fair, is. That's a fair worry and and that's also a fair conversation that I or not conversation, but that's that's a thought 
process that people need to have for themselves. It's like how much, how much civil liberty are you willing to give up for a guarantee to not have a cheater in your video game? Right. Like, I'd rather deal with cheaters every once in a while than have you know potentially someone have like remote access to all of my information whenever they want it, whenever my computer's on. Yeah, but it's like it's like yeah. Yeah, PSEA also was secretly mining bitcoin on everybody's computer for a while so like oh my god it's not like it's not like we haven't seen something like this before like yep. this has happened before and people have been like we're okay with it as long as it stops cheaters in our csgo games so like yeah but imagine if it's like like on an intrusive level it's like uh imagine if there was something that you wanted that a computer chip it being implanted into your wrist could solve you're like well fuck but i really want this thing to never happen it's like it's like this virus will never it's a vaccine but you have to implant it into your wrist it's like all right and then like it's implanted into your wrist now they have all your data and all your whatever and then you get that virus like the first week <laughs> like are you absolutely kidding me just... and I then mean... and then it's like you try to take the computer chip out and then you die right yeah so... <laughs> I mean, even that sounds it. pretty par for the course for everything I've learned in my <laughs> 20 years of life. That's probably how it will work. <laughs> Soon it, enough. It's also, it's also probably the biggest dog piss in the world to be in a two-hour queue, and then you get the cheater, the Red X. Yo, deal. yo like, that Shazam would have been the first North American Valorant-ranked Valorant player if he didn't experience what you had literally just said sat in two and a half hour queue which i also sat in that two and a half hour queue <laughs> only to get queued up against cheaters on the game to go and you know if if they if they find there's a cheater in the game it basically forfeits the match for everybody as if nothing happened so yeah basically three hours spent for 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 nothing for literally nothing mm -hmm. it's it's really unfortunate um My, i i do have a question that i'm just posing like out into the ether i guess mm -hmm. um if you are found to be cheating is that anti-cheat perhaps somehow then like burnt i i know i'm saying this in the worst possible way but like a, a stamp of it is made on your computer at that zero level so that if you uninstall yes. everything try to wipe do all the whole thing and then do another account then it's yes. like whoa, whoa, whoa. that You're is that is right? that is i think the intention is because yeah okay. they, they and I, i'm pretty sure it works uh, in the in the same way in league where if you are identified as cheating yeah it's a hardware ban so like it, it marks the components in your computer and you're fucked. <laughs> like you're just not allowed to play anymore. Unless I mean, that that's good. Listen, if they were like, look, they could cheat once, but never again because of the zero ring thing. Mm. That would actually be a pretty good sell. You sure. know, it's like, Hey, no, I mean, cheat, listen, we'll if, catch if, them. if you want an anti cheat to be effective, it has to be intrusive by nature. Yeah. Right. It has to be able to look at software on your computer because that's what cheats. That's what hacks are. Right. It's how it software works. on your PC. So, like, if you want the anti-cheat to work, it has to be intrusive. The 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 I think the thing that has a lot of people scared is that it ha it's intrusive, but 
a it's on all the time and there before until recently there was no way for you to turn it off and be the fact that riot is owned by tencent which is a chinese company and people are basically scared that their data is getting sold in china for nefarious means which like that's a completely valid thing to be worried about <laughs> like that could be happening to all of us right now yeah. um i mean fuck it i want to play the game so i'm gonna play the game like you yeah know. i mean the government already has everything that they possibly need and if, so, yeah if china I mean, wants to know something about me they're it. gonna know yep but, one way or another <laughs> all right either way this isn't a fucking conspiracy theory podcast so on I, yeah, that no. note <laughs> We're, we're we're a little over the hour mark now anyway so i think that was a good show um but before we go the last thing i want to do is everybody social media so cole you could start okay i um i have a twitter that i haven't logged into in a real long time so i don't really use it um i don't have access to my facebook i have an instagram that i don't use um i don't really use my twitch i don't really do a lot other than work um, but quarantine has kind of changed that. So you might find me here on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash silent martyr. That's S Y L three N T underscore M four R T Y R. Good plug. Nick. I, uh, I'm major blue 13 M A J O R B L U E one three. Um, that's my Twitch. I don't Twitch very often, but you should go on there and check out my sick Geometry Wars pacifism video. Um, I still I haven't seen like, this, by the way, and I... Dude, um, yeah, I gotta get back into it and start streaming pacifism again, because it was... It, I, I slept pretty good on that. I was top I was top 100 in a couple of things, like when it first came out. It's pretty, play, sick. So. it's pretty sick. Yeah. So I'm pretty sick, but none of my other social media I use consistently enough for anything at all, so... Awesome. Same. And I am J, aka Flood underscore 33, and you can follow me here on Twitch. This is the Twitch channel that I stream my personal stuff on as well. Um, I stream every single day, and I have a Twitter. And I actually realized last time I said my Twitter was the same handle as my Twitch, which it isn't. My Twitch is Flood underscore 33. My Twitter is TM underscore flood f-l-o-o-d so they're actually two different handles i have it uh, i have all that information on my twitter i'll put all everybody's information on the the vod on youtube and all that lovely stuff so either way good show everybody and thank you for watching and listening uh oh one more thing before we go um we're also putting these episodes up on spotify and itunes right we have True. the first episode up already on spotify and itunes so if you want to listen to that there you can we're going to get this one up and hopefully all of the preceding ones up as well we're going to look into other podcast episode uh podcast-esque apps that you can put your voices on and we're going to attempt to use those as well so for now we're on itunes and spotify uh these vods are uploaded to youtube and all that great stuff thank you again and good night Thanks. Bye.